So tonight's release is to revisit the prophecies spoken in 2022 to see how they are to be applied. Hear, hear your brother in the faith tonight. To see how they are to be a, a, to see how they are to be applied to every circumstance and every situation that crosses your path in 2023. Who has an ear to hear tonight? Then apply prophetic administrations to those prophecies through physical actions and from spoken words. So we're, we're stepping to this, and again, this is a, a, a title here, Prophetic Administrations. And I'm going to be honest with you, I had to do some homework again. I had to step into the uh, definition of prophecy or prophetic, and then also into administrations. And as I did, the Holy Spirit began to download this entire, the, this message in its entirety. Now, what we're going to do here in between the teaching, we're going to be releasing three prophetic prophecies. We have over 40 prophecies that God released last year in 2022. He spoke through this, this ministry. And I'd love to keep you all night and read all 40, but uh, the Lord put a spotlight on three of those. Amen. And again, this is a reminder. This is what God's word says to us. And I would encourage you to say, get online, listen to the, those who God has raised up, the true prophets, the true apostles, those who prophesy with accuracy by the Holy Spirit. And there's a lot of false prophets out there, and I just hear what I'm saying. There's a lot of people online speaking this and saying God is in this and God is that. Listen to what the Spirit of God is, is quickening within your spirit, man. He's giving you the gift of discernment to know what's of the Holy Spirit and what's of man. Or was of another spirit. Amen. And so I listened to many prophecies online. I, I've got a couple of favorites that I listen to. Won't give you their names. Hallelujah. But I know that when they speak, come on, when they speak, they're speaking from the heart of the Father, releasing prophetic activation, prophetic administrations that are being released to the body of Christ, to you and I as the bride of Christ. And I take hold of those prophecies because I know that. Many of them are going to take place, take place in my lifetime. I'm going to become a witness. You're going to become a witness to those prophecies. And this is why God speaks to you so, so profoundly when you come up to get prayed for. How many times have, as the, the uh, staff at this, this ministry, the apostles and prophets of this house have spoken into your life and have encouraged you. Come on, step out, speak, speak prophetically, pray prophetically, allow the spirit of God. Don't hold back. Don't hold back in what God is asking you to speak on his behalf. So tonight's word from prophetic administration is when Holy Spirit inspires a believer through a spoken word. Prophetic administration talks about management. Direction, leadership, supervision to advance, to move forward, to promote or to add progression for the development of an excellent spirit that is functioning in them. Prophetic administration will assist the believer to bring their house in order according to God's directions. What are you talking about, Apostle Michael? Uh, bring your, uh, those, your, those things in order according to God's direction in a marriage? In finances, physical health, mental health, in relationships, God's direction to understand uh, to where 
you would hear and understand the steps that he's ordered for you? Is somebody in the house? Through conversations, through church and through ministries, everything that is connected to the life of believer, God brings, God brings to pass through prophetic administrations. Amen? Amen? So what you do, how you respond to those actions and spoken words will accurately determine the level of spiritual maturity to act appropriately to any situation that crosses your path. So when you're on the scene, when something's happening, somebody comes before you, and there's an unction of the Holy Spirit in you to speak to that person, don't hold back. There's an administrative work of the Holy Spirit working in you and working through you. That as he would cause you, he would inspire you to speak to somebody. Knowing that it's not your will, his will. That unction pressing you forward and you think, oh God, I, I don't know what to say. Step out in faith. The moment you begin to open your mouth, God will download into your brain and cause you to speak out of your mouth exactly what he wants you to speak to that person. When any situation arises, when any circumstance comes into play where the evidence shows it's God, come on, it's God to intervene, come on, intercede on your behalf, here's the promise. It will result in victory, success, and prosperity according to his word. Prophetic administrations are found throughout the Bible. We read it in the life of Abraham and Isaac, Elijah and Elisha, Moses and the children of Israel. In the book of Esther, we see prophetic administrations. In the life of Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Come on. Prophetic administrations preventing them from frying like a piece of bacon in that, in that furnace. Mary, Jesus' mother. The early church in the book of Acts and the life of the apostles. Prophetic administration is revealed throughout the management, direction, and leadership as heaven releases supervision. Now follow, follow us here. Releases supervision for activation with impartation, enabling God's beloved, you and I, to operate in the supernatural through his commands. And because of this, miracles, signs, and wonders are commanded. Here, here Brother Michael, they're commanded to follow after those who believe. As it, was in as it was in days past, it remains the same today. As the prophetic administrations of the Holy Spirit were operating in the Old Testament, they're still operating in the New Testament. In Mark 9.20, the Bible gives an example of Prophetic administrations found on God, founded on God's word. Now, we're not doing anything up on the screen. You need to pay attention up here. In Mark 9.20, And behold, a woman which was diseased with an issue of blood 12 years came behind Jesus and touched the hem of his garment. In verse 21, now listen to this. This is prophetic administration released from the throne room of God passing through the heavenlies into the earth. 
For she said within herself, if I may but touch his garment, I shall behold. And in verse 22, listen to the response. Heaven's activity. But Jesus turned about him, and when he saw her, he said, daughter, be of good comfort. Your faith has made you whole. And the Bible says the woman was made whole from that hour. Oh, Jesus, come on. As a prophetic act, this woman who heard about this Nazarene carpenter heard that this Jesus from Nazareth went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. Why? Come on. Why? Because God was with him. Throughout this woman's act of faith, a powerful demonstration of God's agape, his love becomes a testimony to her, to Jesus, to the disciples, and to that generation. Beloved of God, that same, oh, Padre, Jesus, Father, just let this, oh, my God, let the reality of this word, let the revelation of this word trigger within us, ignite within us a faith, a supernatural faith that only you have provided with us. Saints, that same powerful demonstration of God's love must become a reality to this generation and the generation to come. How? Through you. Come on, don't look at me like that. Through you. You as a born again child of the living God, you are anointed by God. To do what Jesus said you would do on this earth. That same exact manner, that same means, that method that God anointed his son Jesus to go about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the, of the devil. God has also anointed you. Anointed you to demonstrate the same unconditional love with power. To save. To deliver. And to heal everyone that crosses your path. There should be no exception. There should be no excuse. Although we come up with many. Beloved, hear this. When you as a son and daughter of living God understand and know that when you act with the supernatural gift of faith that God has placed in you. When you act with faith responding to each prophecy in God's written word, when you allow the activation of God's supernatural faith in you to act in faith, then speak. Then act. Don't hold back. Don't look for the approval of man. Here we go. Don't look for the approval of man to do what God has called you to do. Man did not have his hands and feet pierced on your behalf. Man did not wear a crown of thorns on his head on your behalf. 
Man did not have a two-edged sword pierce his side, passing through his ribs on your behalf. Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, did. And it is by his same spirit that he has anointed you to do the same works that God said you would do in him and through him. Now, we're going to wreck somebody here tonight. Hear this. Jesus is watching. When I got the download on this, when the Holy Ghost came upon me, I got those Holy Ghost goosebumps. Man, Jesus is here. Jesus is watching. He sees you. So that when you put faith into action, he will turn to you and say, my son, my daughter, be of good comfort. Your faith has made you whole. What are you talking about? What are we releasing here? On the day of your born again experience, the Holy Spirit found residence in your body. And I stand on this because I know what I know. That on that day, you were made whole. You, know, you were made whole. Spirit, soul, and body. Yes, we get hit with things from the world. We get hit things from the enemy. The Bible says, but even in the midst of that, you have been made whole. This is what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. You have been made complete. You have been made, given a sound mind. Your spirit, soul, and body complete. They are complete in you to do the works I'm asking you to do for my kingdom and for my kingdom people. Now, you're going to walk out of here today changed. You're not going to be the same person you were when you came in. There is going to be a, a release, an activation through this word and through these prophecies. That you're going to walk out of here, as God says, with a, a, a face as a flint and a spine of steel. Come on. You're going to walk out in confidence knowing that God is with you and that God is an anointed, has anointed you for such a time as this. And with that encouragement, go look for somebody who's blind. Go look for somebody who's deaf. Go look for somebody who's lame and walking. Come on. Go look for somebody who's been afflicted, who's been uh, uh, hit by the enemy with a sickness or disease. This is why God has raised up evangelists, revivalists, apostles and prophets and teachers with altar calls for deliverance. Come on, for healing. To be set free. Because we've got stuff, saints. Come on, we've got stuff in our soul that's been, been oppressing us and holding us back from moving forward. That's why these altar calls come forth at Genesis, at, at different ministries, different churches. And when there's an altar call, you may think in the natural mind, oh, I'm good, there's nothing wrong with me. I highly recommend and strongly suggest that when there's an altar call, bring your Holy Ghost self up to that altar and wait and see what God is going to do for you and do through you. The altar calls to expose the traumas, the wounds, the hurts, the rejections, the abuses, the abandonment that's taken place in your lives. 
Prababos Serebeke. I can't speak for anyone else here, but I know what I know. I don't believe anybody has come out of a perfect home. Everybody has come out of a, a dwelling place or a, 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 a home where there's been some type of disorder or distraction that brings trauma. We're not, I can't go there tonight. But those things find residence in your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions. And in those moments when you seem to be so, doing so well and so great, the enemy will come and spit in your face. To try to remind you of those things. I don't, I'm going to stop. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Beloved of God, pace yourself. Please, somebody. If just one of you get this, raise your hand. Pace yourself for 2023. Look for those steps that God has ordered for you in this year. And so with that, we're going to release the first of three prophecies. Are you ready? Come on, gird yourselves up. Put on your spiritual seatbelts because we're going to go for a bumpy ride tonight. On February 14th, Valentine's Day of 2020. Two, this is what God says. To you, my beloved, I am bringing an enhancement, an improvement, an intensification, an amplification with a strengthening through communications that will inspire you to seek and pursue me for greater sessions of intimacy. From that position, you will find yourselves postured, posed with an attitude, a new way of thinking. Oh, somebody slap me. A frame of mind for wanting greater revelation, greater knowledge with understanding, seeing from heaven's perspective, heaven's outlook to see the alignment of heaven's skills of communication. Tonight, we will engage Occupy and become involved in developing a level of communication that you have not experienced in the past. Tonight, I am releasing an emphasis, a special importance, a significance on your skills to communicate with me, says the Lord. There is a divine connection that will enable you to advance in the skills of communication to hear what heaven is speaking in this hour. Hallelujah. Amen. A dispensation, the distribution of anointing is in the atmosphere to break through the barriers, the walls of resistance that have hindered, preventing you from hearing my voice clearly. Today, I release the power of my word. Not only to break through the barriers, but to completely destroy them. Its purpose is to give you the complete and wide range of communication skills to enhance, to increase, and to supplement the fruit of the Holy Spirit network with the gifts I have placed within you. Where the evidence of my power will produce miracles. Signs and wonders that, would, that the world will not be able to explain. Turn your hearts towards me, my beloved. Eradicate, remove, exterminate, and destroy the works of doubt and unbelief. 
Step into the momentum of how Holy Spirit is moving through the earth. Operate from heaven. Oh, God help me. Operate from heaven's perspective with the skills and the abilities to communicate with me. And as you do, I will give you insight into what has been purposed for my glory and power to be seen in, in the earth, says the Spirit of the Lord. Shake Prophetic administration, management, direction, authority, dispensations from heaven to the earth come into every circumstance. And as an act of faith, get direction from the word of God. Man, obey, manage, oversee, be in charge through the written word, the spoken word as a prophetic release. And as you do, God will inspire you to act and speak inspired by Holy Spirit himself. Here it is. And when God speaks to you regarding a situation that seems impossible, will you be as bold to say to God, let it be unto me according to your word. Let it be unto me according, come on, according to your word, somebody say, let it be unto me according to your word. Look what happened to Mary, Jesus' mother, when she said that. When a word from God is released and that word is acted on, God will enable you to manage. Oh, somebody, somebody, join me in my praise. Join me in my worship. He will enable you to manage, to oversee, to take charge of that word. So that it will come to pass. Prophetic administration activates faith to believe God because of his word. And as you act with faith, then when you speak by faith as the Holy Spirit inspires you, get this in parenthesis. When you speak by faith as the Holy Spirit inspires you, a dispensation. A provision, a distribution of God's anointing is immediately released on your behalf, causing that act and those words to come into alignment of what God says he will do in you and through you. I, I don't know, but I'm happy. We're only in February of this year, and I'm happy what's coming forth here. Prophetic administration brings deliverance. It brings delivery as a manner of speaking and a manner of doing. In 2 Kings chapter 1, verse 12, Elijah calls fire from heaven to consume the altars of Baal. In the book of Daniel, prophetic administration brought deliverance as God shut the mouths of lions. 
And when the king commanded that they brought Daniel and cast him into the lion den, den, into the den of lions, watch this, hear this. And, and we release this because we've got to get a hold of the reality of the words that we release out of our mouth. We have to manage the words coming out of our mouth, not cursing people, but blessing people. And look what God does. God uses the king to speak prophetic utterance into the life of Daniel. And that word went forth and accomplished the very thing it said it would do. The king commanded that they brought Daniel and, and cast him uh, into, uh, into the den of lions. Now, the king spoke and said to Daniel, thy God, your God, who you serve continually, he will deliver you. Amen. So King Daniel's telling, excuse King Daniel, King Darius is telling Daniel, he says, dude, this is out of my hands. I no longer have control over this. I signed a decree. I made a decree. This is out of my hands. So your God is going to have to do for you what he said he will do for you. And he says, your God, who you serve continually, Daniel, he will deliver you out of the mouth of lions. As it was with Mary, Jesus' mother, along with the life of the centurion, with the 120 upper, in the upper room, prophetic administration was in effect. I don't know about anybody else here, but I stand on the promises of God based on prophetic administrations. That God has managed my life. He will manage my life. And I will be able to manage that which he gives me as I get along with him and seek his face. You know, these, and I just give this to you, saints. Putting these messages together is not just a one afternoon thing. This is progressive through the week. The pastors of this house, the ministers of this house, the apostles and prophets of this house will agree with me. This just is not coming overnight. This is a progressive work. It is organized. It is abkara. It is managed by prophetic administration from the throne room of glory. Amen. I told you we were going to go into college here. Huh? In Matthew 8, 8, the ministry of the Holy Spirit on the life of the centurion, God's provision of faith to a Gentile. We get, hey, I, I'm telling you, we get mixed up. We go to, we go to Bible college and we're told some things and, and sometimes uh, the teachings are not clear. They're not precise. They, don't, they lack a, a development of understanding. And so sometimes, and I'm just speaking uh, truly here, we get this idea, okay, unless you're born again, none of these things, none of the prophecies of God are going to come upon you. But we see Jesus' approach not only to the Jew, to the Gentile, and the Bible says that God is not a respecter of persons. Come on. Amen. God's provision of faith to a Gentile to say the least, God is saying that he is, a, he is a respecter of persons, shows high regard. 
See, the heart of the Father shows high regard both to the Jew and to the Gentile. Even to the religious leaders of his time. He didn't agree with them. But there was a heart and a compassion for them to come out of their bondage, to see through their eyes the truth of what God has to offer. It is not based on religion. It's based on relationship. And the centurion answered and said, Lord, I'm not worthy that thou should come under my roof, but speak the word only. Speak the word only. Speak the word only. And my servant shall be healed. Because of this prophetic act followed by a spoken word, Jesus on the scene, powerful gift of faith and action, an exchange between Jesus and the centurion. And Jesus said to the centurion, now watch prophetic administrations. The management of a word spoken. Jesus said to the centurion, go your way. And as you have believed, so be it done unto you. And the Bible says that his servant was healed in that same hour. Prophecy number two, March 14th, 2022. And saints, it's happening right now. I was having a supernatural experience earlier in there in my eye. And and right now, and you you know, Brother Michael, we don't boast in anything except Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I can feel the kabod. I can feel the weight of God's glory on my hands. He's going to get a hold of you tonight by the laying on of hands. March 14, 2022. To you, my beloved, to you, my chosen. Megan, the word God gave you, come on, my chosen. To you in whom I travail. This is, this is the Father of glory speaking. My chosen, to you, to you in whom I travail, labor effortlessly on your behalf. Tonight, I come to you as the great I am. The one who engages through intercession, pulling you closer to my heart for sessions of intimacy. And I want to pause on this. Has anybody heard God speak to us through this house, through this sanctuary, throughout the last four and a half, five years? Intimacy, intimacy, intimacy. Get alone with me. Separate yourself unto me. Get into your prayer closet. Shut out the distractions. Remove the noise. Put everything else aside and just simply get alone with me. Get in that quiet place. And if you do, when you do, you will hear my voice clearly. And I will speak to you. The purpose of these engagings these involvements, these sessions is to relieve, reveal my love towards you and my purpose for your lives. Tonight, I'm revealing myself to inspire you to posture yourselves with an attitude of my love towards others that they too will embrace me the same way that I have embraced you as a father, with a love that is unconditional 
and with my peace that surpasses man's understanding. Tonight, I stand in the midst of you, offering a directive that will enable you to encounter me through the same means and potential that was in the life of my Christ when he was on the earth. In the same way, he, Jesus, was predestined, intended, and chosen for a particular purpose, anointed and appointed by me by that same identical purpose, I, the Lord, have appointed and anointed each one of you, says the Lord. Tonight I have arranged, put in order, organized heaven's hosts by Holy Spirit to gather, to assemble, coming together to manifest my Shekinah in this house. Making it a dwelling place. A safe place that I can call it my own and dwell amongst you, my beloved. You who have been chosen by me, called by me, anointed by me, appointed by me to demonstrate my love and power to humanity. Beloved, dwelling, living inside each one of you is the distinct, unmistakable character of my Christ. My son Jesus with the additions of the fruit of Holy Spirit and the endowment of his spiritual gifts. Tonight you will encounter me as never before as I, the uncreated one, embrace you with the strength of my arms and speak to you from the depths of my heart, revealing my unconditional love for you and my love that resides inside of you. This encounter of intimacy must not be a one-time encounter. It must be a daily encounter between you and I, wooing you into greater sessions of intimacy with me to reveal how deep my love is for you. During these sessions, I will reveal the depth of what my son endured on on your behalf. Oh, here we go. The depths of the stripes he carried on his back, revealing to you that you have been healed. To the revelation of the crown of thorns he wore on your behalf, that you would not carry the pain of mockery and shame because of your love for me and believing my son Jesus as Savior. Redeemer and Lord. And to the blood. O Rimansk. O Ramas. Ebak. Pataria. Thank you, Dad. Thank you, Abba. And to the blood he offered for the removal of every sin. Past. Present. And future. Through this, you will gain greater insight into the truth by Holy Spirit who gives revelation unselfishly towards you. 
for you to freely forfeit the discrepancies, the lies from your past, knowing that you have been forgiven, appointed by me, and anointed by me for such a time as this. Be reminded, all this is created, all this is credited to you through the life of my Christ who gave his life willingly on your behalf. Saints, that, that prophecy was given in March 14th of, of, of last year. Can you receive it tonight? Will you receive it tonight? Because the Bible says that in 2 Peter 1.21, prophecy, and, 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 and it, it sounds like it would come to the, the hearer that we only emphasize prophecy. No, we don't. We collectively emphasize all the gifts of the Spirit. We can collectively explain all the fruits of the Spirit because they're all related to kingdom purpose and for kingdom living. <laughs> it's a now thing. Come on. It's for a now thing, saints. In 2 Peter 1.21, prophecy came not in old times by the will of man. Hear this. O pebratesike. Did not come uh, by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved, inspired by the Holy Ghost. Now, I don't know if anyone has read their Bible and read this, but I've read my Bible, and my Bible says, says that I am holy because God is holy, and because God is holy and he lives in, in me, he makes me holy. Therefore, I can prophesy, you can prophesy as holy men of women of God because the Spirit of God abides in you. Is somebody in this house. I know we're going to get a lot of email on this one. The delivery of prophecy, prophetic utterances, continues to be spoken through men and women and even children today. I'm blown away. I'm telling you, on a couple of YouTube releases, children, eight years old, saying, thus saith the Lord. Speaking as Jesus, speaking as Jesus spoke. Verily, verily, I say unto you. Come on. Something supernatural is in the atmosphere. Come on. That something is Holy Spirit functioning and operating in the atmosphere. And I can't under, I can't grasp it, but he can do it. That he can focus on a multitude of people at one time. And cause him to speak prophetically by himself. Genesis Uproom Church was birthed through a prophetic word spoken as it is uh, through other ministries. And the purpose of this supernatural gift from God spoken in the lives of his beloved is for the perfecting, oh, somebody. Perfecting the improving to make something free from faults or defects. Those prophetic, those prophetic words uh, inspired by the Holy Spirit being spoken to you. 
are words spoken to your soul, your mind, your will and emotion to bring deliverance and remove any defects that might be in there. To expose the hidden issues in the hearts of men, the issues that suppress, conceal, to prevent the development of spiritual maturity in the life of the believer. Why did Jesus descend and ascend according to Ephesians 4? So he could give to his church. Those in your front row, sorry that I spit on you, but that's just the way that it is. So that he could give to his church apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying and the building up of the body of Christ. Prophetic administration calls for action. It also offers direction, supervision, conduct, leadership, and guidance. In the book of Acts, the reader is witness to the divine release of prophetic administration as a fulfillment of prophetic words spoken by the prophet Joel in 2, 28-29. I know you know it. Did you get to hear it again? <laughs> and it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters, they shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. And also upon the servants and upon the handmaidens in those days, I will pour out my spirit. In the spirit, I see an angel of the Lord holding a pole. And on that pole is a banner. The name Jehovah Nisi is somebody in the house. As a result, God birthed his church, giving it order and the ability to manage it and spread the gospel of Jesus. And as a result, it went forth in a demonstration of power. Blind eyes were opened. Deaf ears were unstopped. The lame began walking and leaping and praising God. And yes, the dead were brought back to life as somebody in the house. I can only say that at the end of January 2023, now into uh, February 2023, there must be, come on, there must be a cultivation. There must be a stirring up. There must be an activation within your spirit man saying, yeah, I know this is going to happen because God's word says it's going to happen. And so with that in place, would you say to yourself, well, I'm just going to sit back and let the apostles and prophets do what they know. Saints, this is a, a release of God's word for you to step into action. Come on, to be the formidable tool that God has asked you to be. Karamas idipa. Prophecy 3, and we're going to be closing. June 26, 2022. Can you receive another prophecy tonight? Again, the Father's heart. 
And saints, this is why we, t- we tell you, when you come, bring your recorders and your, those p- prophecies that uh, God speaks to you. Go over them again. Listen to them again. And every time, God will give you a little more insert of what is in there. He'll give you a little more revelation of what's in there. And sometimes the prophecies come and they're, they're like parables. And you're thinking, what the heck? What does this mean? I'm telling you. When you get along with God, you listen to those prophecies and you get along with God where there's no distractions. As those prophecies are being heard for the second time, the fourth time, the tenth time, revelation, greater revelation, and more revelation will come. And it will give you a complete understanding of what God was prophesying to you. Prophecy number three. Here is an inheritance of kingdom wealth that when applied will result in the fulfillment of why prophecy is important in the life of you, my sons and daughters. It is in the inheritance, the legacy, the endowment that have been passed down to you through the life of my son Jesus that you, my beloved, would benefit from all that my word has to offer you as my chosen. A generation not only chosen by me, but called for a divine purpose to step into fulfilling ah. Fulfilling this end time prophetic assignment as I pour out my spirit that all would prophesy. Tonight I release this directive as an instruction. Consecrate. Make a sacred vow. Dedicate yourselves to me with times of refreshing through prayer and devotions to what I have offered you through my word. Separate yourselves from what the world has to offer to enter into that quiet place with me, says the Lord. It will be in this quiet place where I will speak to you and show you how to enhance, ah, how to enhance the gifts that I have given you to operate, to function with a confidence of faith that you have not experienced before. It is my heart's desire that you step into every opportunity that crosses your path, exhibiting the power of my love towards others with the truth of my word. What is this inheritance I'm speaking of? It is the inheritance, the endowment, the characteristics, the attributes, the talents, the giftings, the strength that is displayed in the life of my son. To reveal kingdom life with kingdom purpose in every area of your life. Again, this is my clarion call, a call to action where the supernatural realms of my kingdom will be revealed in the natural realms, demonstrating the power of my love towards humanity. My purpose is to exemplify, to illustrate the power of my love, where miracles, signs, and wonders will draw the unsaved into their salvation. Prophetic application is one of the many keys I have given you to activate and promote the supernatural gifts I have given you. 
This is a lot tonight, saints. Three prophecies in one night. Tonight, latch on to what I am offering. Take hold of it. Allow it become to become resident, to live permanently in your spirit so the application and activation of every prophetic word spoken to you will come to pass in you, for you, and through you, says the spirit of truth. Father, we thank you that you've given us, your sons and daughters, the ability to hear your voice clearly and then write on parchment or take down note to accurately, accurately speak your word that represents what heaven has to offer us. Tonight, Father God, Abba, Daddy, I ask you, that these words, your words, will find their way into the fertile soil of our spirit. Where that ground has been furrowed. That those seeds would be planted into that ground. Germinating. Rooting itself to produce the fruit of its kind. I simply ask you by faith. And according to your word, knowing that because I've asked you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name, you will do it in our lives. And the people of God in this house say, amen, amen, amen and amen.